You're listening to the Carterville Church Life Podcast. I love our church family, and I hope that you do too. Our goal is that the episodes of this podcast would keep us connected and focused while we're scattered for our week on missions together. I hope that you're blessed by what you hear today. Hey, church family, welcome back to the podcast. It's Brick here, and I'm so grateful that you've taken a moment to pause during your day and to to hear about how we as a church are engaged on mission, to hear about how God is calling us on mission. And today, I'm, I'm privileged to be sitting with a, a brother, uh, to be sitting with a man who, who we partner with, a, a ministry that we partner with, and that's Ken Thronson. Uh, Ken Thronson is the director of, of Lighthouse Rescue Mission, a ministry that, that Carterville has supported uh, in, in several different ways, and a ministry that we love and are grateful to be partnered with. And so, Ken, I just want to say thank you for being on the podcast. Thank you for taking a moment to share some truth, some encouragement with the podcast podcast listeners. I'm I'm grateful. I'm ready for it. I'm excited for it. Uh, so thanks for being here, and I'll hand it over to you. Take it away. Absolutely. Thank you, Brick. Uh, Brick, before we started, had, had prayed uh, with me, and, and I think it's uh, so funny, the prayer that he prayed uh, goes along with the, the message that God has laid on my heart this morning. Mm. Um, Rick was praying about uh, the, the job that God has given us. Mm. And, uh, and, and, and again, I think it's uh, amazing how God works and how he moves. Um, and then some of it is, is going to, uh, some of the message is going to, kind of reiterate some of the stuff that uh, Strove preached on Sunday. Mm. Uh, God has been speaking to me for, for several weeks now on, on being the body. Uh, and we, we see that in 1 Corinthians 12, and I, and I encourage anyone uh, that is listening uh, to go back and, and, and read uh, 1 Corinthians 12, the entire chapter. It's really, really a good chapter on, on being the body. Uh, some things I want to point out this morning is the body is not necessarily just coming to church. Uh, mm, although yeah. church is important. Please hear me. I'm, I'm not discounting church. Church is important. Uh, but it, it's not just coming to church. It's not just tithing. Tithing is important. Um, as a collective body, a lot of things are done when we come to church and, and when we tithe. And being the body is not just praying. Although prayer is, is powerful. Prayer is so, so powerful. I think we, we underestimate the power of prayer. Mm-hmm. Uh, but again, that's not all being the body is. And that's not all that makes up being the body. Uh, again, all of these things are important that we come together collectively uh, that we pray collectively, that we give collectively, so that we can go out and fulfill the great commission that, that God has given us. And that's the only way we can do it, in, in my view, is when we come together. But I want to speak more on an a individual basis on what it means to be the body of Christ and, be, and being a part of that body. Uh, we know that the body is made up of many parts, as, as, as 1 Corinthians 12 tells us. Uh, we have hands. 
And when I thought about this in, in these individual parts, and I, I only took four parts of the body to kind of focus on, uh, you know, the hands can be uh, giving. Uh, it can be, you know, giving financially or it can be uh, helping others uh, that you come in contact with or or uh, it can be maybe physically going out and helping someone do repairs on their homes, whether it be the elderly and the shut-in or, or someone that is just down on their luck. And, and you can go and physically be a part with your hands, uh, help someone. Uh, the feet. Um, immediately when I wrote down feet, I, I thought about the verse that says, Blessed are the feet that bring the good news. Mm, yeah. Um, the tongue. Now we know the the uh, according to James, the tongue can be sharper than any two edged sword, and and you know we can use a tongue to cut down people, but we can also use a tongue to build up people, and that's what Christ desires us to use our our tongue for, uh, is to to build up people. So the tongue can can counsel people. The the tongue can give encouraging words to people uh and 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 build them up and 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 just really offer hope uh, this is my favorite part and and it's the heart the heart can be compassionate it can be loving again it can help those and some of these overlap yeah and and gird up each other and strengthen each other uh can help those that are hurting, that are lonely, that are angry, that are tired, those that feel hopeless, the heart can come in and minister to those. And, and I, I just think that is, is, is so beautiful how when a body works together for the glory of Christ, not for the glory of us, mm. look what I'm doing, you know, uh, look what I... Ken went over and fixed this house, and Ken went over here and cut grass here, and Ken gave to this fund or that fund, or or Ken counseled this person that was hurting. No, that's not what it's about. It's, it's not a one-man show. The body is made up of many parts. Mm. And when we come together and we minister to those hurting, man, we glorify Christ. We draw others to Christ. That... People that may not know Christ may say, man, why are you doing this? We had a tree fall over from the storm uh, that come through Friday night. Uh, yeah, Friday night, Saturday morning. And a guy shows up before the rest of the crew, and he comes in and he tells the ladies here at Lighthouse, I come to cut up the tree because God told me to. Mm-hmm. And so a lady gets on the phone and says, Ken, there's some guy here saying, God told him to come cut up our tree. And I said, well, look, I'm just, uh, I'm just one road over. I'm fixing to be at the mission, and I'll talk to him. And the lady was from New Orleans, and she says, hey, I know how people come up and say God told them to do this. And then when they start, they want to get money from you. And, but it was actually a thing of where this guy heard we had a tree fall over. And, and he was part of a bigger team, but God had laid on his heart to come and, and cut that tree that day. Uh, to to help the rest of the team. Um, so again, when we come together as a body, it glorifies Christ. Um, and serving others, and and I, I I look at Christ. You know, when he came, uh, he told his disciples, 
I came to serve. I didn't come to be served. Mm-hmm. And, and we find that in, in Matthew 20, 20 through 28, and in Mark 10, 35 through 45. So even Christ came to serve and to glorify his Father. And so why, and, and I pose this question to myself, why should I think myself or elevate myself higher than Christ and expect everyone to serve me mm. when the Father's very own Son mm-hmm. was sent to serve, not to be served? So that's a question I pose to you guys. Hey, what makes me think that I'm better than God? that I should be served rather than serve. And I'm not beating up anyone. Please hear my heart. It's just it's something that God has just really impressed on my heart that I need to serve more. And mm-hmm. and I'm talking personally. And so you know we we look in uh Luke 16 and 19 through 31, just a handful of verses, but that's that's the passage of Lazarus and the rich man. And and we see once both of the the Individuals die, the, the Lazarus, the poor guy, and then the rich guy that we, we don't know his name. His name is not mentioned. But when they die, the rich man calls out to Father Abraham, and he does something very interesting. He says, send Lazarus. And when God showed me that at 2.31 morning, and I was complaining about being up at 2.30 in the morning and God mm. waking me up. <laughs> When he showed me that, man, I was on cloud 10. I'm like, Lord, wake me up every morning at 2.30 with stuff like this. But he said, the rich man said, send Lazarus. So he knew Lazarus by name. He knew and saw the sores on Lazarus. He knew and saw the dogs licking his sores. He heard Lazarus every day begging from the crumbs from his table. And he never lifted a finger to help him. Mm. And I remember at 2.30 in the morning saying, Lord, how many Lazarus do I walk by every day? Hmm. That I know them by name, much less how many do I walk by that I don't know their name. Hmm. And I don't lift a finger to help. Serving others, our neighbors, our co-workers, family members, strangers on the streets or in the store. That we see that are that are hurting. It's obvious that they're they're hurting. You can see the pain on their face. Do we go up to them and, and offer a kind word? Just a word. Hmm. Do we do that? Are we looking for people to serve? I want to read, this is the part that Strove uh, mentioned Sunday and really didn't get into, and it's in Jonah chapter 4. And so Jonah's upset. He's grudgingly, he went to Nineveh. Uh, He did what God called him to do, but he was upset the whole time. And then God decides not to destroy Nineveh. And so uh, it's funny. Jonah was upset that God did not destroy Nineveh. Hmm. Lord, you said you were. I knew it. That's why I didn't want to go. I knew you wasn't going to destroy him. I just, I knew you. I knew you. Lord, that's why I did not want to go because I knew you'd change your mind. 
But, you know, it's what Jonah misses, and I think we miss a lot of times, where we're crying out for for justice or vengeance on people or a group of people, that if it wasn't for God's grace and mercy, we wouldn't be able to call him Abba Father. And we need to look at those very people that we're crying out for God to destroy, to bring to their knees. Mm -hmm. We need to really pray for them that they come to know the Lord Jesus Christ as their Savior Mm -hmm. instead of God destroying them and then being sentenced to hell for eternity. But here's the verse, uh, the the last two verses I want to read. Uh, It's the last two verses of the chapter 4. Uh, Jonah chapter 4, verse 10. Then the Lord said, and this is a plan. I want to back up for just a second. God calls this plant to grow and and shade uh, Jonah, and then he causes a worm to kill that plant. And so Jonah's upset about this plant. And the Lord, so in verse 10, the Lord says, Then the Lord said, You feel sorry about the plant, though you didn't even put it there. So Jonah is more upset about the this plant perishing than the people of Nineveh perishing. And the plant is only at best short-lived. So God is telling Jonah, plant has a life, and typically they're a short life. They're not a long life. So, so why are you whining and, and, and so despaired and heavy-hearted over this plant that has died? But Nineveh has more than 120,000 people living in spiritual darkness, not to mention all the animals. Shouldn't I feel sorry, and this is God speaking, shouldn't I feel sorry for such a great city? So Nineveh, all uh, all Jonah sees in Nineveh are a bunch of sinful, wicked people. But God looks on them and says, I see potential children. And and. Jonah, you're asking me to wipe out 120,000 people plus all of their animals. I can't do it, Jonah, because I am gracious. I am loving. I'm compassionate. I'm long-suffering. And my love is so great for these people that while they were yet sinners, I still died. Hmm. God bless you guys. Thank you so much for the opportunity to speak. Uh, I always love it. Uh, I always love spending time with with Brick. uh, And uh, love you guys. Hope to see you Sunday. Ken, thank you. I'm encouraged through your words, man, to love people better and to celebrate God's love for me. Um, I'm encouraged to join with the body of Christ better to, to join with brothers and sisters at Carterville and and serve to be to be the hands the feet the tongue the heart in in my own individual self to, to cultivate those things but also to to look to do that together with other believers so thanks thanks for speaking into that church family grateful that you've tuned in take a moment to, to chew on this dwell on it don't just don't just leave it bring it before the Lord and and ask him how he can work in your life in this way thanks for tuning in Amen.